Welcome back to DQP Does, Drafting Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we never get the bad guys the gun. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. I Okay. Usually I'm the guy that's like, well, I mean, maybe, but no, no, you don't give the bad guys the gun. No. You don't. 100%. I wouldn't even give the bad guys the gun. No. Nope. And that's Russell we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I'm super curious. Yeah. This was not a, a curious time situation. Uh, we also have Dave. Nazi punks? Fuck off. 100%. Uh, yeah, so we're continuing our A24 Megathon uh, into the spoopy season with Green Room from 2015 rated our hour and 35 minutes of fucking anxiety. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, so basically this uh, very broke punk band, which is normal. You could just say punk band. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people don't know that about punk bands. Fair. Because they don't know p- people in punk bands or they've never been in a punk band. I know people that are in punk bands and this would totally happen to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, this broke punk band, uh, the is, ain't rights. Yeah. The ain't rights, um, are on a tour where they're basically having to like steal gas to continue going on their tour. Uh, it's so fucking punk. Yeah. It's pretty punk. They wake up in a cornfield. <laughs> it starts cornfield. with them in a cornfield. Yeah, because their driver fell asleep at the wheel and luckily they wrecked into a cornfield and not like a forest or a temple or like a temple, a uh, telephone pole. Um, or, a temple. or a tent pole because there's probably people in that tent. <laughs> uh, or a temple. Yeah, or a temple. Uh, so they go and they get, they get some uh, gas and they go on their way and they end up uh, meeting up with this guy um who is like a punk reporter uh and he's also a promoter um and so he interviews them for his zine and he also has them uh play a show and uh the show that they're originally coming for unfortunately was canceled uh because of some stuff that happened at the venue they couldn't use the venue anymore um I, i think he mentioned shit and piss uh on the floor so I mean, that sounds like a show that tracks. Yeah. Tracks punk show. Yeah. Okay. Um, probably some blood and puke too. Um, I've definitely seen that at a punk show. Yep. Uh, so they, they're like, well, what the fuck? Uh, you got to pay us anyway. Right. And he's like, well, I have something else lined up and you guys will headline. And then they're like, is anyone else playing? He's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, well, awesome. Okay. So they go and play a Mexican restaurant and (laughs) it was a Mexican restaurant. Wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is up? Denny's. (laughs) Hi, man. Side note. I want to play at a Denny's. So goddamn bad. (laughs) It'd be pretty cool. Or a waffle house. Dude, a Waffle House is different. That's that would dangerous. be dangerous. <laughs> that would be dangerous, mostly because of how Waffle Houses are laid out. A Denny's, you could like move the tables out of the way. Yeah. A Waffle House is just like a diner. So it's like a counter and stools attached to the ground and booths. Yeah. yeah. So you couldn't like do drum, that. Drum set goes on the countertop. Yep. Also, the <laughs> staff <laughs> are actually Navy SEALs. Yeah. So. <laughs> will hit you with a chair. Um anyway, go look that video up. Uh, I love that video so much. So they play this uh Mexican restaurant and then they're like, dude, this is not enough money. We're gonna have to end the tour, put this straight in our gas tank, and we're still gonna have to steal some gas to get home. And he's like, Well, let me talk to my his brother, his cousin cousin i think yeah cousin cousin let me talk to my cousin danny uh he might be able to get you a show so he calls his cousin and he gets him a show and he's like okay so you can play here 350 bucks uh but the crowd is a little rough around the edges and they're like okay skinheads and they're like yeah okay well we played played in front of skinheads before so i believe they asked what type because there's they they ask what type yeah and he's like, I don't know, all kinds. 
Something I like think that. he does say alt right or uh he says a couple and he's like, there's some like pretty far right ones. Far right, and, yeah. Um, but they're like, Yeah, whatever, we've done that before. It's fine. So they go to this place and it's like in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's like a fucking warehouse in bumfuck nowhere. It's the middle of the fucking woods. Yeah. And uh they go in there and it's obviously a super rough place. Um and uh they get shown to the green room. The people are pretty like, all right, you go here, you do this, this is the timeline. They're very like you know kind of almost professional, like that's mostly, yeah. Yeah. As far as like them being the band being handled. They actually yeah. have a green room, like <laughs> what the that's fuck? That's very true. Yeah, with like couches and stuff in it. It's not just like the room in between the alley and the stage. Um, <laughs> hey, I've been there. Yeah. The hallway in between the alley yep. and the stage. Yep. Um, so then uh, they get this wild hair up their ass, which I mean, it's natural for a punk band, I think in this situation, because they notice all the like swastikas. And oh shit. yeah. The SS bolts on everybody's jackets. And like, there's uh, some rebel flags and, uh yeah other signs of uh nazi skinheads um because their skinheads are not necessarily nazis correct uh there's different types of skinheads there's different types of skinheads some of them are not are not uh alt-right uh socialist nationalists sharps are specifically are the anti-racist skinheads yeah um it was one of the things that was adopted by neo-nazis in yeah what the 70s or something yeah because like skinheads were just kind of like beatniks i think it was like there was like, like different people that had adopted the look and then that got taken yeah which is basically like every everything about neo-nazis is stolen from a different culture right so uh doc martens and uh skinheads and nordic shit and everything yeah anyway yeah. Fuck them. Fuck you guys. Fuck them. I like all of those things. Like, what the fuck? I'm not trying to look like a goddamn Nazi walking around in nice boots with my head shaved because I'm going bald. Yeah. And yeah, it sucks, <laughs> like, right? It's fucking bullshit. It sucks to be a white guy when you're balding. <laughs> Do you hate everyone? No. Not because I'm a <laughs> racist. I just hate everyone because I'm mad. Yeah. Like, that's different, okay? I'll give you a fair shake. It's bullshit. Sucks being a large gentleman with blue eyes. That's balding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there, guys. I'm so sorry, Dave. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Nazis. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so they, they go up and they play and they're like, all right, let's do this. And they play Nazi punks. Fuck off. (laughs) Oh, cause uh, what's his name? The bass player. Yeah. Pat. Is it Pat? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Anton Anton. Yeah. He's like, I have a stupid idea. I have a stupid idea. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. And then they get on stage and he's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and they're like, let's fucking go. All right. <clears throat> so they play Nazi punks fuck off and everybody's like booing and throwing bottles at him, but it's actually not as bad a reaction as you would think. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like, they kind of fucking dodged a huge bullet there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or several bullets. Um, <clears throat> so then uh, they go through and they play that song and then they play some of their stuff and everybody kind of gets back into it. Yeah. The crowd starts changing yeah, changes. Um, so then they go back to, they finish their set and they go back to go to the green room and like, they don't let them in the green room. They're like, uh, cow, uh, Cowcatcher is the last band they played before Cowcatcher. Like, Cowcatcher's in there. You can't go in there. And they hadn't really left anything in there except for uh, Sam had left her phone. And uh, so they pick up all their gear and their cases and stuff, and they're being basically being shooed out. And uh, they get paid. And Sam's like, oh shit, I left my phone in there. And Pat's like, oh, I'll go get it. So he like, like does one little like sad knock, like a sad knock <laughs> as you walk in, sad knock as he walks in and he walks in on a murder scene. 
uh, the the mem- some of the members of uh, this other band that's going to play apparently murdered somebody during their set. Uh, and they're like, what the fuck? And then the people that were ushering them out come in behind them and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's all fun. Yeah. Super fun in games. Yep. Uh, they all get pushed into in there. Uh, so it's like this other band and them in this room and like the bouncer and they're like, Oh my God. And Pat's like, is she really dead? And the singer from the other band, this dude's a fucking <laughs> maniac. Dude's fucking terrifying. He's like, I don't know. Is she? And he, she has like a fucking knife sticking out of her temple, which like, uh, yeah, she did. She's fucking dead. Yo. Yeah. But, uh, so he like grabs onto it and he's like, kind of like, jiggling her body by he the knife in her it, head yeah. he like pulls her whole body across the floor and everybody's like oh god i'm gonna fucking get sick and then he because like somebody's like there's no blood so then he pulls the knife out and she just like starts spurting blood everywhere and he's like there it is it was like whoa psychopath <laughs> yeah it was whoa. fucking gnarly uh so these the guys that are running this place are like trying to figure out what the fuck to do because they call the police like yeah they, they called the police like uh on sam's phone so the police are on the way so they got a like and he like was like somebody got stabbed before they hung up um so uh they're trying to figure out what to do and they basically like get the other band out of the room so it's just them and the in the bouncer Right. And uh, the guy that's like running things, the fuck was his name? Uh, Gabe. The guy that was like running things, he comes up with the idea of like having two of their like super faithful guys uh, get in a fake fight and one of them stab the other one like in a non fatal stab. Uh, to cover the uh the the police call. Yeah. <clears throat> they're like beginner skinheads. Yeah. They're like fucking like they look like they're 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they just um, started brainwashing them. Yeah. How crafty. Yeah. Uh so they get they get through the the police showing up by doing that and then they're trying to figure out what to do with these other kids. And uh the the bouncer the fuck is his name what's the bouncer's name guys big justin yeah the fuck is why isn't where's his credit oh he just looks weird in his snapshot uh yeah big justin eric edelston um edelstein i don't know uh, he's been like <laughs> it'll be Edelstein in a few years. Um, oh, <laughs> that's a Mandela effect joke. Um, I got it. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, so like he's in there and they he has a gun and they're like we could take him and eventually they do take him and they take the gun and uh, they uh kind of like holding him hostage while they're being held hostage by everyone else. Right. So then, uh, they call their boss who's Darcy, who's played by Patrick Stewart. Yeah. (laughs) Which I've only seen Pat be a bad guy in like two movies. He really doesn't very often. Yeah. This. And then there's one that kind of reminded me of whatever the fuck Russell was trying to talk about before the show. Where there's like some kids that are like in a school and he's like trying to take them out for some reason and it's like home alone in a school. But I don't remember what the movie is. I don't know that. Yeah. So he's trying to take care of the situation and uh, it's obvious that like these guys have like a legit uh, like Nazi organization going on here. Um, there's like leaders and like sub tier leaders and sub tier leaders and like soldiers and, and then just like people they're trying to recruit 
and like you got to earn your laces and shit like that. Specifically, the red laces, the red is laces. given to uh, yeah. higher up. Yeah, the, the more more loyal you are. I um, believe it's like I don't know much about skinhead culture, but I believe red laces is that you shed blood for the for, for the, the cause. cause. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Fuck that shit. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I never knew that, and I I had a few pair of shoes that I wore red laces in. Oh, I had no. no idea about that shit. I wore like my black Chuck Taylors with red laces for like ever. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. You're not wearing Doc Martens with red laces. No, it's still I like a blacked I, out I shoe. I might have at some point <laughs> wore Docs with red laces. I, I, I mean, I didn't know. But, but I mean, being a big white dude that's wearing fucking oh, no. docks kind of looks suspicious. 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 Um. Anyway, uh, a bunch of shit happens. Like they they're going back and forth about like taking the gun back and uh, um, they end up like deciding to give the gun back and. Like Darcy's already concluded that he's going to have to kill these kids, right? They're not going to let him go. And, uh, the, there's also a girl in there that is, was not with them, but she was with the girl that got murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Amber, I think her name was. Yeah. Uh, so they like go to give the gun back and they like, are looking out this little vent to make sure nobody's close to the door. And Amber's the one that's looking <laughs> out the door. And, uh, Pat, uh, Anton Yelchin is the one that's like handing the gun back. So he like sticks his arm out and then she's like, Oh no, there's guys on the other side. And they grab and like start fucking like cutting his arm off with machetes, with machetes. And they get the gun and he pulls back and his arm is all fucked up and they close the door is a gnarly fucking prosthetic. Yeah. yeah. And like they blockade the door. They have this couch that they keep putting in front of the door and, uh, they, they end up like killing big Justin because he's like trying to get out. And one of the, one of the kids knows jujitsu that's his name, Jujitsu. Yeah. So the drummer. Yeah. Which so, makes sense. <laughs> so he like he breaks his arm first and then he like still tries to fight him and he like chokes him out and he comes to real quick after the first time he lets him go. And then he's like, All right, I gotta fucking really like actually get him out. And like he holds it probably a little too long. But they're like, is he out? And Amber's like, I don't know. And takes the box cutter and literally like guts the dude. Just guts him. And they're like, okay, I think he's dead. <laughs> uh, they that end was up, pretty gnarly. Yeah. The the sound of that. Yeah, that's rough. Yep. So, uh, pretty rough. <clears throat> Darcy had sent the, the uh, cow catcher band home with uh, some dope with a interesting, a different stamp on it. I'm not going to say what he called it. It was a racist term, uh, to, if they get at first, he's like, if they get caught with it, then it'll like push, you know, uh, suspicion off of us. It won't be our dope. It'll be these people's dope. And later he's like, there's a bad batch of that dope going around. And like towards the end of the movie, it shows you those guys like in their like safe house, like all OD'd and shit. Yeah. Except for the psycho guy. The psycho guy's like not dead. He's just like sitting there completely fucked, but he's not dead. Eating cereal. He was like eating cereal when it hit him and he's just like stuck. Yeah. His like yeah. hand is like trembling and he's, there's just like milk kind of dripping off of his spoon. Um, but, uh, so they, they, uh, at one point the, they shut the power off. This is before they get rid of the gun and they notice that there's light coming up from the floorboards. And at first they think that it's daylight so they can get out. Uh, but it gets later and later. And like when they're like, we have to get the fuck out of here. Uh, they're like, there's still light coming from there. Like that can't be daylight. It's nighttime. 
So they break into break through the floorboards and they find a basement that's basically like a drug manufacturing and repackaging facility. Yeah. It's just a basement, but it's that's it's set up for that. Right. Uh but there's no way out through there. Right. But uh it's one locked. Of them, yeah, it's locked. And one of them finds a thing of duct tape, so they tape up Pat's arm. And they're trying to figure out what to do next. And they're like, well, we just got to like fucking run for it. We just got to get out of here. And so they like come out of the green room and they start walking across the, uh, the, uh, does the floor, like the dance floor. And they have this guy that trains fighting dogs and he like lets a couple of his dogs loose and it kills jujitsu first. No, no, no. Who's it kill kills first? the, uh, female, uh, Sam. No. Yeah. She dies outside. No, he dies outside. Jujitsu dies outside. What? No, it kills the lead the, singer. Yeah, the singer is kills the one the that dies first. first. Yeah, singer dies first. Sam does die outside. Sam dies outside. Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu gets eaten by the... Jiu-Jitsu's the mohawk? No. No. Neither of them have okay. mohawks. Jiu-Jitsu gets out of the, out, gets oh, out of the window. he gets out a window and, and he gets stabbed, stabbed to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what yeah. happens. He gets out a window and gets stabbed to death. The singer gets eaten by the first dog. They get outside, kind of, and uh, uh, that's when um, Sam gets eaten by the the dog. And yeah. they run back inside and they hide. And because uh, and also one of the microphones landed on the mon- yeah. one of the monitors, yeah, causing feedback. feedback, and it's like fucking with the dogs. Uh, so they lost three people. So now it's just Pat and Amber. Uh, and <coughs> Pat has this really cool story about, uh, paintball, which I'm not going to ruin the story. It's fantastic though, but it basically gives them like a game plan. Um, they, uh, oh, they had Danny too. Because they send Danny and another guy up there. They tell him that the band yeah, went crazy and band killed. Went crazy, but they find out that Danny was uh, with the girl that died, and they were going to leave. And they basically are like, "You, you if you are in, you're in, and if you can only leave by death." Yeah. So they they killed her, and they were going to kill him, but they didn't know that he was leaving. They thought they weren't sure if it was just her. They didn't know for sure it was him, but because uh, Gabe had suspicions, right? Because they found a note in uh, the girl's pocket pocket that, that had a song title, yeah. And that's when they were going to leave. So Darcy, while while Danny is in there, Darcy finds the uh, he like gets into Danny's car and sees that it's packed up and like a picture of him and the girl that died and all this stuff. So he's like, "All right, just fucking go in there and kill everybody." Uh, <laughs> he's such a bastard in this movie yeah. so they killed Danny first Danny gets shot with the shotgun and then uh, somebody hits uh, the guy that shot him with a uh, machete so they get the shotgun Amber takes the shotgun they go outside after everybody else dies Amber gets shot in the leg Sam dies Pat and Amber go back in and hide in the, uh, the green room. So then they're, uh, they get this plan together. They send in a couple more guys to go after these two. They take care of the, the light or the, not the light, the microphone that's feeding back. So the dogs can come back if they need the dogs. And, uh, they, uh, oh yeah, they shot one of the dogs with the shotgun, but it didn't die. Um, these two guys come in and they see the hole in the floor and, or they, they come in and like, uh, Pat's just standing there and he says something to them 
And he goes into the and hole. And then he jumps down in the hole. And so one guy is like, like, who are you? And he's like, Odin, Odin himself. himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which if in a situation <laughs> like that, I probably would say something stupid like that yeah. too. Fucking with fucking with the stupid Nazis. Um, I probably said something dumber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was kind of on point. Um, so one of them goes down there and they're like, okay, one of, one of us has to stay up here in case something happens. And he goes down there takes shotgun and uh he's like looking for uh pat and then amber comes out of the couch cuz she hid inside the couch she comes out of the couch and like cuts the other dude's throat and uh the guy that's in the basement sees that and he shoots at him and he's like running low on ammo cuz they took all the the shotgun shells. Yeah. Uh, and they lost the shotgun. So these guys have the shotgun. Um, so it goes back and forth a couple times. And then, uh, Pat ends up like knocking the shotgun out of the dude's hands, but the, and he goes to take it, but he's got to reload it. And the guy closes the distance. So then they're like fighting over the shotgun. And, uh, Amber jumps down and she picks up the pistol that the guy, the other guy had and she blows this dude's blows this dude away while he's fighting with Pat. <clears throat> so then they are climbing out and they meet up with Gabe who's supposed to be cleaning up and he's like using a power washer to clean blood off of everything and everyone else is left because they're like, yeah, whatever. We got these two kids. It's fine. They're hurt. And we have guns. They're nothing. Yeah. They fucked up. Uh, so the Gabe's like, I didn't want to have any part of this. I, just, I didn't want to hurt anybody or any of this shit. And they're like, yeah, okay. Well, we're going to kill you unless you like get us out of here. So he gets them out of there. And then they're like, where did everybody go? And he tells them where they went and he's like, you should not go there because like they're all there and like, that's not a good, not a place you want to be. And Pat's like, did you see all my friends die? And he's like, two of them, two out of the three. It's like, so one of them might still be alive. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't think so. But if they are, they won't be for long. So they go to the other place <clears throat> and they're almost there and Gabe's like, I can't, I can't go. Like you guys have, it's right over there. Um, I'm, I gotta take off and they let him go. So he walks off, they get there, they find, uh, the dog guy, one other dude and Darcy. And they also find all the bodies of his friends of the band. And they made it look like, uh, they had tried to uh, steal somebody's gas and got shot for trespassing. Right. So then uh, they end up having a conversation and they uh, kill the dog guy and then they kill Darcy and they kill the other guy. So they end up killing everybody. And then they sit down and kind of have a conversation. And that's basically the end of the movie. Dog shows up. He does. He the the dog that got shot. Yeah. He shows up and lays down with his owner and he dies. And that's the end of the movie. That's the end. Then Anton's like, I finally figured out what my desert island band is. And she's like, Tell someone who gives a shit. And that rolls credits. Anyway. No, I uh, so like I thought it was a really good movie. Uh the action is kind of pushed into like one scene fair <laughs> I really enjoy this movie yeah it's a good movie uh, I think it could have been paced a little better but that's probably my only real complaint about it I mean that's good yeah. I was curious I was like I don't know if they're gonna like this movie and I really like this movie it could come from the fact that like you know 
I'm in the punk scene. Yeah. It's a very punk movie. <clears throat> yeah. Also, fuck Nazis. Fuck and fuck Nazis. Yeah. My, my actually, you have a complaint. I have, my biggest complaint with this movie is not enough Nazis died. <laughs> yeah. There are a <laughs> lot of Nazis complaint. that didn't die. Yeah. That's my like one major complaint. Sure. I get it's that. It's a, a good complaint. Yeah. And pretty much any movie, like not enough Nazis die. Yeah. Indiana Jones, Finding uh, Nemo. Uh, um, I mean, <laughs> the end of fucking uh, Raiders. A lot, a lot, of, lot of fucking Nazis die. Still not enough, <laughs> but a lot. <laughs> what about uh, the snow movie? Dead Snow? Yeah, Dead Snow. They were already dead. Well, they die again, though. They die again. They do die again. So that's, that's like double death for Nazis. Yeah. Double death for you? Nazis. That's pretty good. You know, that's all right. I, like, I don't mind that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I really enjoy this movie. I love how it's like, it's super intense. Yeah. I like that. I, I like a slow burn tension building. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I was kind of disappointed that like three of the good guy characters died in like one scene. Yeah. That's a little yeah rough. I was also kind of shocking though, right? Because like I was not expecting that to happen. Yeah, like I thought it. I thought the movie was going to get ridiculous. I don't really feel like the movie ever got ridiculous, which I appreciated. And then they all go to leave the room, and three of them just fucking die right off the bat. And I was just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah what is time, happening? For I, when I first watched, it, I was like, "What the fuck?" I was watching it with Mike and Tyler, my yeah. bandmates. Yeah, and we're, we're all like, "Whoa, holy <laughs> shit!" Yeah, yeah. So the, what, the bass player and the random tag-along girl live? Yeah. Yeah. Look at bass players, man. Fucking Tyler and (laughs) some random chick. Some random chick. That was in the green room. That means Mike has to know jujitsu. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. At that time. Now Mike would be the, now Mike's a guitar player. Yeah. Still dies. It's true. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know, like, I really like, uh, like how it feels and like the, the beginning of the movie is very, it feels like a, almost like punk, like, uh, Texas chainsaw kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's my jam. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which totally makes sense. But I think that kind of encapsulates the whole movie. <laughs> so I don't know what else. Fair. <laughs> Fair. You know, like, uh, they they do kill all the bad guys in the end. So that's nice. It's kind of more more closure than a lot of the that kind of movie. So that's, that's yeah. cool. But I yeah. don't think they would have, like... I don't think the movie would have gotten a good reception if the Nazis lived or... It, even worse like killed them all <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah but that first scene when like three die you're like oh shit this is yeah. just gonna be like that yeah 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 it's pretty rough yeah so they walk out and three of them die like all at once and then like the movie never gets unrealistically ridiculous I felt as if like this was how if this thing happened and like you had a methodical like leader like Patrick Stewart, like yeah. that was trying to protect his investment. Yeah. That this is how like something like this would actually play out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not them actually winning at the end because we don't see a whole lot of that happening in real life, but sure. Um, the, the whole situation and how everything goes dude getting his fucking arm all fucked up between the door and the guy like wielding the fucking random piece of siding or whatever he had. Like that was fucking crazy. Cause he pulled his arm back in. I was not expecting his fucking hand to just be like hanging there. Yeah. yeah. That's and, a gnarly scene. Yeah, no, that was, I was like, Oh, I'm fucking hurl. And, uh, cause I was also like, man, fuck, he plays a bass. Like he plays an instrument. This dude's so Not fucked anymore. forever. Not anymore. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Probably going to lose that hand. Yeah. Even with it all taped up. Yeah. He's like lost so much blood and it's just been like hanging out with no blood in it for however long. 
Yeah. He'd, be, he'd actually be lucky if he actually like survived. But I don't know, man. Duct tape fixes everything. That's also true. <laughs> Not wounds. <laughs> You sure? Yeah. I was also thinking when he was putting it on him, I was like, I don't know if the adhesive and duct tape is going to make that worse. It would hurt. It'll make it worse when they take it off. Yeah. Yeah. So all those pieces that are kind of sort of still connected, not when you take that duct tape off. Yeah. It's all going to come apart. There's also an allergen in the adhesive for duct tape. So like a lot of, there's people that are allergic to duct tape. Duct tape. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Isn't that like a thousand ways to die thing where somebody gets like duct taped and they die? Oh, maybe. I only know that for because of work. Mm. Mm. I think that might be a thing. Um, that sounds weird. They get I their like, mouth duct taped and they're just like, Bleh. I only know duct tape. It has an allergen in it because of work. MSDS, baby. If you don't know what I do. <laughs> no, MSDS. Yeah, yeah, MSDS. I guess that's true. Everything, everything that has chemicals in it should have an MSDS yes. in a in a workplace. So, like, even adhesives in like, uh, you know, your tape and shit should have yeah. that. If it's, it's something you're supposed to have in the building, yeah. If it's something you're not supposed to have in the building, then you don't typically have an MSDS for it. And which it we don't have an MSDS for it because it's not supposed to be in the building. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but so that whole scene where he like brings his arm back in, because at first I was like, wait, what did his arm get fucked up by? Did they like they were must have been like had a knife or something and like hitting his arm. And then I realized I realized it's from the door and the guy flailing that sharp piece of metal around when he sticks his arm out to like help him get his arm back in. No, he's, they no, have they have knives. But yeah, they do have knives, but like we don't ever see anyone cut his arm. Like it doesn't flash over to the other side of the door. You only see it from that side. And he's like right above him. Yeah, like, he's not trying he's to not help the one him that get did his that, arm. Though. It's from them. Because he tells them to use knives on them. Pat Darcy That's, tells the red laces to only use knives and shit. You almost said Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart was all like, Hey, use knives. Yeah. This is Patrick Stewart. But I don't know. I like it better if it's from the guy because Why? like he's just flailing it around. Like he's probably hitting him. Uh, no, like he's probably fucking him up trying to get him back in too. Yeah. But he didn't it like doesn't help, but he didn't sure. like yeah. disconnect his fucking arm with that. Yeah, no, I don't know. I thought that was from the door when he got his hand cut and stuck, stuck in the door. Cause he like, they're pressing on the door and the other people are pushing on the door and he has his hand in the door and then his hand gets stuck. His wrist gets stuck before they can pull his hand back in. So I think the wrist thing was from them shutting his hand in the door. I didn't think that at all. I thought they cut him and then it made it worse. When he, I mean, maybe. Yeah. It could have just been a cut, but like he like has to pull his hand out from the door almost being shut. I thought they were still holding on to him. Yeah, they were holding on to him. No, not no, like the, the Nazis. The Nazis, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got his hand. Yeah. They grab him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with the door. Or the guy hitting him. I think it was all the Nazis. So anyway, the scene where he gets his hand all fucked up is super good. Yeah. Regardless of how he gets so fucked up, I guess. <laughs> no, nothing about that situation helped that situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like the whole thing. So. So the whole the whole movie in general, I feel like is super realistic as far as like the way it plays out and the things that they do to get out of the situation and the things that the bad guys do in the situation. Yeah. So that I loved. And that was ultimately what made me love the movie. Sure. Yeah. I, it's movie. So good. I love it. It's brutal in spots. Like it's yeah. like the tension of it is great. Like I feel that in my chest being surrounded by fucking Nazis in a green room. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Yeah, dude. Okay, so how about this? What are your guys's Desert Island bands? How many? Do we just get one? Yeah, it's one. Yeah, just one. Well, we said Desert Island bands, so I was like, wait. 
one girl, <laughs> the one girl's like, I want Madonna and Slayer. And like, that's not what I want, but that's, that's a, that's a pretty good, that's a like, good one. golf. You know, you get like a lot of moods in there. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually tough for me that I'm dude. I have yeah. what I'm going to do it. Anton. Uh, fuck. You're going to make me choose. Uh, wait, did they just get one record or did they get one band? They got one band. Okay. Yeah. One band. Because when they ask it in the movie, when the dude asked at the beginning, though, they're like, you know, misfits. Uh, yeah. Did Kennedy's. And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, Prince. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. That's hard. I I want to say Opeth because like you've got a wide variety of different sounds and different albums in different like moods and stuff. I think I got one, but I don't know. I think that's like, that's the closest I can come to picking one band. Zopeth. Yeah. And that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Cause then you do have like, you're right. You have like lots of coverage for that. Yeah. They also have tons of albums. It's true. Russell. I, I was thinking like Metallica, but like they have a lot of albums, but it's all like kind of the same mood. Yeah. And I only need to take like one through five if I'm doing Metallica. Well, one through seven. Right. Black albums, fifth. So load and reload are. Yeah. Six. And so seven. that would get you low, man. But that wouldn't. You'd take take Garage. Garage has some good shit on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always forget about Garage. Yeah. But yeah, the first eight, I guess. Yeah. I mean, mine's not Metallica. Yeah, but I mean, that's what you would do if you took Metallica. Yeah. But it's all, there's only a couple of different moods there. I just need the drunken discography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Dave? Um, this is going to sound pretty cliche for who I am, but like I have my reasonings. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with... I probably had to go with Descendants mm. just because that band, when I started, like, cause I was a metalhead for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Descendants was like one of the first punk bands that like, I really felt something listening to. And that sure. band has helped me through a lot of shit. Like they've got a lot of like, you know, kind of angst, you know, angsty songs, mm. but a lot of like, you know, nerdy songs and such darker songs. Like, yeah kind of encapsulates me and they helped me through a lot of shit. Yeah. That band. So I could listen to them on repeat. So that would be my, probably my desert island. Okay. Russell. Nice. Thanks. I think I have to go with Zeppelin. Okay. Cause I think it's, I think it's the only band that I can listen to every song off every album. Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there's really any, I mean, there, if I was in a mood, there would probably be songs that I would skip because once like, similar to like your Opeth ideology, like yeah. there's a lot of different moods there. So there's something there for everything. So like, there's probably some stuff that I would skip randomly, but if I was on a desert Island and it was the only th- band that I could listen to, yeah, I'd probably have to go with Zeppelin. That's a good answer, too. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. All good answers. But it is hard to pick one. Yeah, just one is rough. Yeah. So so let's do who we were torn between. (laughs) Oh, man. There's so many, though. Like, yeah. uh, You know, if I wanted to, like, survive and I just wanted to be inspired all the time and also have, like, stuff to pump me up, it would be, like, kill switcher on earth because those would just like constantly like get you in fucking just like yeah let's fucking <laughs> cut down some trees and make a goddamn boat let's get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're like i could do this 
in the case of kill switch. Uh, but yeah, I think those would probably be up there. Um, Hmm. I really like, I, I kind of need some, like, uh, some, uh, electronic music sometimes. Hmm. Yeah. And none of those bands have any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of torn between, uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah. It's also okay. a good one. They're Black Sabbath or, this might people might get a laugh. I also I'm fucking love Devo. Yeah, I, mean, I, <laughs> I fucking love like, Devo. <laughs> okay, I, what you talk shit about Devo? No, hold on. You've listened to a whole Devo album? <laughs> yeah, dog. Question: okay. Are we not men? Answer: We are Devo. Is an amazing fucking <laughs> album. It's so fucking good. Uh, I might have to check out Dave's recommendation on this. Duty Russell. Now for the Future is also a good album. I think that's what it's called. What's yours, Russell? And then uh, I have another question. I was torn between Zeppelin and Floyd and Ooh. Coheed. Ooh, okay. Those are all good, too. Yeah. I'm not a big Floyd guy. Not a big Pink Floyd guy. I don't hate him, but... Apparently, yeah. Roger Walters is an anti-Semite. What did I say? Walters. Walters? Yeah, That's you said right. Walters. Waters. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, he's a huge anti-Semite, which is super weird to me based on <laughs> all of the Pink Floyd stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, so I have another question. What band do you like that you would absolutely not take with you? I have I have an example. I would not take Nine Inch Nails because that would just make me fucking depressed. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I yeah. would probably like not last long <laughs> <laughs> unless I unless I only listen to uh, We're in This Together now the whole time, and then I would probably like get the fuck out of there and be super inspired. But if I have the whole whole like discography, I would not make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be rough yeah hmm that's a good question I think so for me I think like Guns N' Roses is one of my favorite bands but I absolutely would not take their discography <laughs> yeah cause like that's fair there's too much stuff I'd skip and I only kind of want to listen to them sometimes. It's usually on my own accord. <laughs> yeah. When fair. the radio plays it, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. They, but they also play the same like five songs all the time. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with, um, this is not punk of me. I'm going to go with Misfits. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Misfits, but I do not want to be on Desert Island just listening to the only Misfits. Misfits. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if you listen to their lyrics, they're real fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are real dumb. Yeah. I love them, though. Right. But. Sure. Okay. Uh, are we ready for the trivia corner? Now that we've closed out the desert island? I had a question. You had a question. Yeah. Okay. Who? What band do we think Anton or Pat picked? So, what I thought was, was going to happen, and... I was thinking it was kind of corny, but I thought it was going to happen was I thought he was going to say his band. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. What do you think it was, Russell? I didn't really, I was like waiting for him to say it and then it rolled credits and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have a thought, but I think it'd be funny if he said something like the Pixies. <laughs> Dave? I think it was CCR. Why? Because it's a CCR song that plays in the credits. Uh, oh. That's that what would, I think. That would make sense. That's a good conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that could be entirely wrong. They probably no, didn't play in that far ahead, but. Maybe. Maybe it yeah. was originally in there, and then they're like, oh, it's better if we don't say. Yeah. 
Who knows? Then people will talk about it on their podcasts. Yeah. Real cool dudes <laughs> with big penises will talk about it on their podcast. We should probably Who's listen to that, that? that podcast. Yeah, we should. <laughs> they probably don't. They probably have like better takes. Uh, they're more well adjusted. <laughs> so you want to go down to the trivia corner now? Yeah. Let's kill Nazis <laughs> on down in the corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready to kill some Nazis. Damn right, always. Because this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Nazi bucks! Nazi bucks! Nazi bucks! Fuck, Fuck off! off! Fuck yeah. <laughs> I should have used that for the quote. Yeah. Now you can't. Yep. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah. For Dave's Trivia Corner, where the point of this corner is for you to say... Oi, neat. Uh, <laughs> sound kind of like a pirate, but all right. <laughs> Oi. Oi. I don't know. Yeah, it Are, works. Aren't a bunch of Oi bands Nazis? Nazi Not bands? All of them. Not all of them, but a bunch. I mean, you get Nazi, you get fucking what? National Socialist bands everywhere. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck Screwdriver. So no Oi? No, he no. said not all of them. Yeah, no. Mo- yeah, most of Oi is just some like... Some of them? Oi, Oi. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. I don't listen to punk. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. One of us is full of shit. <laughs> it's Dave. Uh, all right. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's do this it. Is one of, this is the first one. It's one of my favorite ones. Okay. Because it's kind of adorable. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart said in an interview that when he finished reading the script at his country home in England, he it was so terrifying that he locked up his house, turned on the security system, and poured himself a scotch. He then knew that he wanted to play the Darcy Banker role because a character that horrifying would be an incredible challenge and make for a compelling movie. Yeah. That's great. I love Patrick Stewart. He's like, oh, my. <laughs> that, is in, that is, in fact, neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, while the tracks were recorded separately, the stage performances, the actors and actresses actually performed their songs. That's cool. Uh, Anton Yelchin and Aaliyah Shockett uh, already knew how to play their instruments, uh, but according to Jeremy Selnir, uh, Colm Turner had no experience with any sort of music. Joe Cole also had learned to play drums specifically for this movie. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the scene where a body is dragged by a knife stuck in its head was inspired by a prison documentary that Jeremy uh, Salner <laughs> saw on television that greatly disturbed him. Fuck. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a gnarly scene. Yeah, it's real gnarly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, red. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say the inspiration where he got that from is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, red bootlaces are mentioned a couple of times, uh, once in reference to people who were allowed to know what was going on, and once where a character earns his or her red laces. Red bootlace colors is an important signal for skinhead culture, indicating the wearer has shed blood for the skinhead movement. Racist skinheads will often randomly attack non whites to earn their red laces. Fuck off. Yeah, not neat. Fuck off. But yeah, yeah. not neat at all. Uh, Anton Yeltsin's last theatrical movie rele- to be released before his death on June 19th, 2016. Much sadness. Yep. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, the conversation through the door between Pat and Darcy uh, was shot with two cameras, one on either side to fully capture both actors, but Solnir knew he'd hardly be using any of the footage of Stewart. He wanted character he wanted character to trump Stewart's star power, but more than that, he wanted the weight of the character to be seen and felt through the band members. Yeah, that's a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he pulled that off. Yeah. Cause at first you're like, what the fuck? Oh, like you like you don't really know what Patrick's saying. Yeah. I mean you kind of do, but Yeah. Uh the paintball story, Pat tells is a real experience writer and director Jeremy Selmer had uh, Rick Spears is a real person who had uh, who did as said in the story that's cool huh yeah that's super neat? Neat. neat yeah 
I like that a lot. Uh, the first song that the band plays, the Skinhead Club, is a cover of Dead Kennedy song. Not to punks, fuck off. Fuck off. Um, Patrick Stewart's first day on set was Sonia's least favorite because he left this amazing actor sitting there while he spent time on insert shots and risked losing the light. The next morning, he had a very nice chat and apologized for his, for his inefficiency. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just like Patrick, he's just like Patrick's just hanging out. He's just like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably also cost him some money. Probably. Um, let's do a couple more, then we'll do some of the spoilers. A writer and director Jeremy Selmayr wanted to make this movie partly because of his career advanced. He knew that he wouldn't not be offered the chance to make a movie as ultra violent and bleak as green room. And that no novice filmmaker would be given the chance to direct it either. He felt that after the success of blue ruin in 2013, the time was right to take on a movie as demanding as this one. Okay. Um, writer and director Jeremy Solnair said in an October 2018 Reddit AMA that there are two answers for Pat's pick for Desert Island Band. One being Credence Clearwater Revival. Go Dave. There you go. Good job, bud. Thanks. <laughs> what no. was the other answer? It didn't say on that. Either. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Still leaving us. <laughs> and we got spoilers. All right. And there's two spoilers. Okay. Uh, so in their state of the shot of Pat's slashed arm and hand is absolutely disturbing, uh, but do as much to Yelchin's performance as is the beautiful prosthetic effects work. Yes. Very it is much so emotional, so real that it stands out to a lot of people as the moment where you, they now realized what kind of film they're in and it's not pretty. Yeah. Yes. The neat as fuck. Yep. Super neat. Uh, foreshadowing. In the radio interview at the beginning of the film, Tiger mentions that he doesn't expect to live until he's 70. Ha. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> neat. Neat. All neat. All neat. Except That's, for one. Except for one, yeah. yeah. Nazi punks, fuck off. Fuck off. Uh, that's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Oi, neat. <laughs> he wasn't very confident with that. He's con- he's he's a little wary of the oi now. <laughs> yeah, I'm wary of the oi. I also liked uh quick side note. I liked the like anti Chekhov's gun. Cause like when the dude's laying there, he looks up at the bar and sees the shotgun behind the bar. And then when Daniel's going for the shotgun, you're like, oh cool, Daniel's gonna be badass and gets the gun yeah. and gets his fucking face blown off. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I fucking loved that. Yeah. It's also shocking. And yeah. Very fast. Yep. Uh, all right. You guys ready to rate this? Yeah. I'd rate it. I am going to give it an eight. It's a really good movie. Uh, I think, I think the shock value of the three characters dying in one scene is arguable, whether it's worth it for the pacing problem that it introduces. Uh, otherwise I think it's a really good movie. Um, I just, I mean, obviously it's not like my favorite movie ever, so I'm giving it an eight Russell. Uh, uh, I agree that it is arguable, uh, about the shocking deaths. I, I really enjoyed that part, but I also understand like they could have, cause I think, the, I think the primary complaint here is the pacing of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that was the only thing that really kind of bothered me at all was the way the movie's paced. Um, but other than that, I don't really have any complaints. I love the acting. I agree with the director on Anton selling uh, the really first gruesome scene, uh, which like the knife in the head is kind of fucked, especially when you're like in the character's like point of view and you see it when they see it like that was fucking amazingly shot and then fucking the pulling the knife out like oh oh my god all of that was so fucked yeah Mm -hmm. but um but yeah no i i really like the movie uh i thought the acting was 
was was phenomenal. Um, especially from like most of the cast, I didn't know. Uh, Sam being maybe from Arrested Development fucking threw me off at first because I was like, why is she in this horror film? Yeah, and then she did really good, and I was like, oh okay, cool. Um, I really liked the the band. Um, like it, like the story is super cool. And I feel like a really good idea and like the way they did all that was awesome. The microphone feedback was fucking hilarious for like the best reasons Mm. and him fucking beating the dog with the mic stand. Like just, I dude, I don't know. I love this fucking movie. This movie is awesome. I was very surprised. Uh, so I give it nine out of 10. All right. Damn. Dave. So I had a quick story. I, first of all, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Uh, but this story kind of like, I mean, it's not nearly as intense as this or insane. Yeah. But I had something like this sort of happen. Not really. Yep. Uh, so I, I play in a punk band. Yep. Shane knows that you guys know that. Yeah. Uh, we had a show once, uh, uh, one of our buddies bands were playing in Chicago that night and we weren't supposed to play. But the lead singer of a band that's no longer a band anymore, rest in peace, Ugly Bones, um, called me. It was like, hey, we had a band drop. Do you want to play the show? And I'm like, fuck yeah. It was just like huge punk show in Chicago. So like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I got hold of the band and we went and uh, we show up and it is we pull up and there's this Mexican restaurant. <laughs> That we pull up beside, we're like, are we playing in the Mexican restaurant? Yeah. Like, that's where they told us to go. We're like, oh, okay, sweet. Mike and I are like, hell yeah, we're going to get tacos. <laughs> and we're like, but we're looking around and there's this like really shitty shack behind the Mexican restaurant. Nice. And we see that I see the drummer from Ugly Bones come walking. I'm like, oh, that's where we're at. And it was like an old, it looked like an old like car mechanic uh store yeah like old car and we get in there it's just this like long room uh we had to pee real bad because you know we had like long a two-hour drive. drive yeah the bathroom all the doors were kicked in it's spray painted the toilets didn't ba- like barely worked yeah and uh we're like all right well we know where we're at like it's this punk as fuck yeah and like in one corner of the room there's just these like scary looking biker dudes selling pbrs for three dollars out of coolers uh and we were like the second band and the first band had like a hell of a turnout so we're like oh damn and when we played second like the entire place was like covered like i have never seen so many like fucking punks in one place yeah like the whole place was packed that's cool. And they, we played some of our originals and like people were kind of getting to it, still bouncing around and we had some covers lined up and we were, we're going to play Nazi punks fuck off. And in my head, I was going to say, what do you guys think about Nazis? Fuck them. And then we're going to go in. Instead. I said, do you guys like Nazis? <laughs> and Mike tells this story of, he's like, you can almost hear all the buttholes pucker. <laughs> and he's like, including mine. <laughs> and then I yell, fuck them. And then the room exploded. Yeah. Like Mike looked up from his drum kit and I disappeared. I was in the middle of like the pit. Yeah. People are slamming into me. They're trying to rip the microphone out to scream that, you know, scream Nazi punks to fuck off. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like it was like a fucking war <laughs> that I fought for that 45 second song. Yeah. Um, uh, there really has nothing to do with anything, but like there was a split second where I'm like, Oh fuck. Like I did not mean to say that. And it could have turned into the green room fairly quick, but the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Not that we're Nazis. <laughs> fuck Nazis. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you got a bigger pop because of the way you said it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like it was in insane. The switch. It was insane. <laughs> you guys like Nazis? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what did he just fucking say? <laughs> fuck them. Okay, cool. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> All right, I guess I understand. <laughs> yeah, I meant to say, how do you feel about Nazis? Fuck them. <laughs> you guys like Nazis? <laughs> did not mean to say that. Uh, uh, I just wanted to tell that story. No, that's great. Uh, this movie rules. Sure. Um, it very much fits my 
you know, I love Texas Chainsaw, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that. Very good tension building. And like, I'm pumped, dude. Yeah. I love that punk. I love the scene. I may not have been in that type of scene. Yeah. Like, I've never really dealt with, like, Nazis and stuff. There's been some, like, skins I've seen in bands I'll have and to tell shows. you a story after we get off here. Okay. I'm, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to give it a 10. Nice. I fucking love this movie. Eight, nine, um, ten. Yeah, eight, nine, ten. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about Green Room. Next week, we got what, Russell? Next week, we're doing Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay. Ooh. I don't know. About I've it. heard that's a hard movie to watch. That's what I've also heard. <laughs> Hell yeah, brothers. <laughs> I don't know if in the way that you want it to be. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think it's mind, in the way brothers. you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Find us on all your social media, searching Drafty Quarter Productions. Like, subscribe, watch all the videos a hundred times, comment on our questions because we post on Facebook. Uh, it's supposed to be every day. Sometimes we miss, but uh everybody talks on there um you can find us on patreon and you can subscribe for one dollar a month and get some extra content our backlog as well as some stuff that's never been up on a regular feed you can email us draftyq at gmail.com if you have any questions comments concerns or dirty limericks and we'll read that stuff as long as it's not directly pertaining to the movies we'll read it on the uh, dqp weekly uh Amazon wishlist is in the show notes. Thank you very much for everything. We love you guys. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Bye. It's funny. You were so scary at night.